The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our series. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered. Well, I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like their match? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Off and running on a Thursday. What's up, Brigade? Welcome into a Thursday episode of the Bostonian versus the book. Dave Sherrup in the book, Matt Peralta, the Bostonian. We are live on our YouTube and our Twitter accounts at Boston versus the book. We replayed every night, Sirius XM on 159 Sports Grid TV tonight, where you will see us again tonight and again tomorrow doing work. If you haven't liked us on sports grid, I'm sorry. You're going to get more and more of us. So Thursday, Friday, that'll be Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday for us on sports grid, as well as BBB. We are kind of taking over that network slowly, but surely I don't really know how, but we are kind of crazy. What? Thank you for being here. We've got Robert Linehan coming on here in 20 minutes. This dude just broke a monster story about the state of Florida yeah. Sending a letter to underdog better and prize picks, essentially saying either you stop operating or we're going to come and arrest you. We'll get to that. He was covering the Alabama legalization story. That thing was bonkers this morning and baseball. We'll talk yeah. about baseball for the first time in 2024. Somehow How are you? I got pushed back to the back of the rundown because of all these things that are happening. My phone's blowing up. I feel like Shefty on <laughs> trade deadline draft, or, draft or draft stuff like i'm yeah. getting texts like hey you know started off the morning with alabama and alabama may actually have gambling and all this other stuff like what, what the? this may actually happen yeah. i got on the phone with you we, we we talked about you know the movers and the shakers in alabama how it works and all these things and i'm watching linehan tweet out these things step by step and i'm going wow this is crazy this may be something that i would have had a big dog. This may actually work. And then we're, we get let in. He'll be on here in about 20 minutes. Florida knocks on the door to the joints and says, um, cease and desist. We're just letting you know. I mean, back in the old days, they just barged through the doors and told the guys business is done, you know, and uh, I got, you know, people that have been in this business a long, long time going talking about the rice paper days. Mm. You know mm. what rice paper is? I do, but not in the gambling reference. They used to write the bets and stuff on the rice paper. And if somebody fast? came knocking on the door, went right in the bathtub and dissolved. Yeah. Rice paper right. dissolves. I was like, wow, you guys, real, that that happened. Yeah, that happened. So um, I'm good. I spent last night uh, down at the Cosmo with some friends uh, that are in town for that Fantasy Trade Association FTSA conference. I think officially, P. Ron, everybody's gone. Everybody that was here. For Super Bowl, we saw all those private jets leaving yesterday. Now this conference, everybody, all mm -hmm. of our people in the business, I think everybody's gone. So they got to be here. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, watch the show, like the show. You know, did anybody else uh, reach out about hats? We got hats uh, talking about getting orders and all these other things. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things okay. for hats. Yeah. Uh, I mean, hats are going on. Uh, quick shout out. Addison for the hat. 
Big business for the shirt. Yes, this sir. The brigade dressed me today for the show. So <laughs> love you all. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. I'm wearing all your gear. This Bucky t-shirt is phenomenal. Madeline, by the way, big business. I have to say, uh, she told me she can't stop. Well, one, she's sick. So the, the blanket that Mrs. Big Business and Mr. Big Business sent to the house, Maddie's all in. It's like the softest Bucky. I don't know what the material is, but she's in love with it. And she wants Wait, there's to there's a be. Bucky's barbecue blanket? It's Bucky's isn't a barbecue. Buc- Bucky's is like a one stop for everything. Like it's hard to describe what Bucky's is until like, you see it. Is it like come and go on steroids? It puts come and go to shame. Like really? Come, come and go is a gas station. Oh. Bucky's is like, I don't know what you want to describe it. It's a a Mecca. It's like a all-encompassing everything. Like you can literally go there and never leave. Like it's got really? everything for you. Yeah, showers. You can sleep there. You you can you eat whatever you want. You can you know they, they got multiple different things. Like it's Sounds really hard like to a explain. Hotel. Is it a hotel? It's not a hotel. There aren't rooms to sleep in per se. But like, if you're traveling in the south of the Midwest and you see a Bucky's, like you have to stop at it. Like you you have no choice. Oh, it's it, it's a must. Can so we do like, a show from a Bucky's. We could absolutely see Daniel G did last night. <laughs> he went to Bucky's. <laughs> yeah, Daniel G was up in Detroit. He calls it a redneck Walmart. I mean, I guess <laughs> you, you can call it that if you want. <laughs> okay, okay. But it's unbelievable. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a Walmart with more gas pumps, kind of. It it's just something like you you have to go to it. Like when you're driving and you see Bucky's, you're like. <gasps> It's like a mall. <laughs> like you just you have to go to it. So that's why really? this is big business from the Texas version of Bucky's sending me uh they've so got where's Bucky's located? Just in the Denver. southwest. No, it's like it's it's kind of like come and go. It's like the whole it's like southern, midwest, south. I don't okay. know what you call Texas. Like Texas, Oklahoma is its own country. So like I don't know what part of the country you'd call that. I mean it, it really is. I mean, look, I mean, look, look at the population base. <laughs> I mean, it kind of you know, it's, it's, it's very different, but okay. you know, that's where it is. A lot of times my first experience with Bucky's, I think was in Alabama was uh, my first time going to go to Bucky's. So, you know, okay. it's just, you got to stop. It's very cool. So he sent me a whole gift package, care package. Madeline's got t-shirts. I got t-shirts, but the blanket that he sent to Maddie, she's in love with and she's sick upstairs. So she's all, you know, wrapped around tight, has a fever upstairs. So it's much appreciated. I had a blanket sent to me from Uncle Dan from my stay in Philadelphia at his house. I slept with a blanket that changed my life. Um, And I said, I got to take this home. He said, take it. I don't want it. I couldn't fit it in the suitcase. So Buck showed up at my house yesterday. Big box. And I could see my brother's writing on it. And my wife was like, did he send you that blanket? (laughs) I said, yeah. (laughs) She's like, you're ridiculous. You know that? Why? Why? Why, why why are you ridiculous? Because I made him send me the blanket. It oh, costs more to send it than it and, did. And buy it. Buy buy it. it. Yeah. But it's it doesn't, it's not made anymore. So oh. I slept with it last night after I had a glass of wine in the visit down at Cosmo. Yeah. I slept like a baby. I mean, I slept great. I got this. It's very heavy. She's got this house absolutely freezing. Um, we're in that stage right now where it's a little warmer during the day, still cold at night. Mm. 62 in the house. 62. Say, I mean, 62 degrees in 62. the house. 62. I took a picture of it and I said, Do you think? I mean, I, I don't think we're trying to have another kid. All right. 
but, but like if we had another kid, we would go to CPS, Child Protection Service. It would be too cold in the house for a baby. I said, listen, Grandma and Papa, they have their own heater. Don't worry about them. Okay. Right. Trying anything I can to get her to turn it up. I want the over. She won't do it. <laughs> I did not wake up crying like your baby, like little <laughs> Chef Benny. I did not. No. He's right in the thick of it right now. Oh, baby. <laughs> you never know when you're going to get a random tweet or text or something from Chef, Chef B's up at a late night feeding. Yeah. Did she drop it to 62 after match V-Day ran? <laughs> she did not. No, but, you know, we just, we, we, we like waved at each other. We did almost what, exactly what Steve said to do. Oh. Brewbaker. Like, happy yep. Valentine's Day. Yep. Okay. You good? Yep. You want to go out to eat? Not tonight. Perfect. Done. Simple. Quick. Easy. Done. Finished. I love the hate tweets. The hate tweets were great. I was laughing so hard. I'm just glad they watched. Listen, (laughs) love, hate, whatever. Just watch and hit the like button. Tell somebody, you know, Matt, your pigs stink. Dave, all you do is wear hats. Last night, you guys talk about stupid shit. Okay. Yes. Thank you. We We talk about real stuff too. We talk about what we talk about is life. You know, I mean, talk about what happened last night. I'm still shook from Kansas City. I'm not right. I am 100% not right. I was so bummed out when we were on live. It's the second time, P. Rolt, that we've been doing this show Mm. in the past three months Mm. where there's been a live shooter while we're on the air. Mm. One, in our neighborhood with Mm. my kid locked up in a building. And two, celebrating a Super Bowl championship with kids. It was hard for me yesterday because like, I had to literally ask my class. Normally, what I do with my class is when there's a major breaking news story, I make them go into like newsroom mode. And I say, okay, guys, you're in the newsroom. How are we covering this? What are the angles? Who are we talking to? Who are we put well, out in the field? That wasn't on the syllabus. <laughs> no, no, because it's, it's on purpose. My point to them is I always tell them the story about like when, when I had to be for three days, I had to be a news reporter after 9-11 because I was on the air doing live play-by-play literally of the planes going into the Twin Towers. And for three days, I was a news reporter. I was out covering the story as if I was working for a news station. And I was a sports talk morning drive guy. I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but they're like, hey, go cover that. Hey, go cover this. Go interview that guy. So I said to him, I said to both the the guys and girls in the class, sometimes you go to work and you think it's going to be a normal day and it changes your entire life. So we're in class. What are we doing? But I have to ask for the first time ever, I had to say, does anybody get triggered by gun violence? Because it just happened on campus last semester. Are you guys okay talking about this? Right. And they all were like, yeah, 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 we're fine. But like, that's a new world now. Like whenever we're going to talk about gun violence on the campus of UNLV, you have to be careful and cognizant of the idea that there may be a kid in there who really is traumatically scarred for life after what happened last, last semester. So yeah, I mean, second time I, I was on the air during 9-11 I was on the air during the West Roads shooting in Omaha, Nebraska, when a kid walked in with an AR-15 and shot up an entire mall. We were on the air during the UNLV shooting and now on the air during the shooting at the KC Parade. I just can't believe a radio DJ went to cover that at the age of 23 and she didn't come home. Told me that last night that shook me to the core again, like these things you hear and you're just like, well, 
you know, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about the games where, you know, right. and, and all this other stuff and their lives are changed forever. When she was 23, it's, it's, it's sickening. It, it, it hurts. It hits you in places. And, you know, you're talking about the kids in your class. I was worried about Kels yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. worried about, you know, I mean, I asked her specifically, are you good? Yeah. All right. Are you sure? You know, and her and Jess had a, had a big study session. Thank goodness Jess can help with the science stuff that she's got going on right now with mm. the classes. But they were focused on that. Kendall uh, and I were just kind of hanging out, talking about, you know, who got cupcakes and who didn't in school mm-hmm. and all these other things. And you start to see that everybody's kind of got their own thing. But that thing in Kansas City was was that, that I mean, What's the so as a newsroom guy or or a professor like how long do you talk about this? I mean, obviously today you cover it, and then I mean, when do you just kind of? It really depends upon where you are. So if you're in Kansas City, it's a you're covering this all the way until you know the story is known and the victims are identified. Over half of the victims are under the age of sixteen. Oh, like, like there's eleven kids who are in the hospital right now with gunshot wounds. Like these are kids, like parents brought their kids to a parade and they got shot. Like, <laughs> I mean, that has lasting implications on a community. So for Kansas City or Missouri or the KCMO region, as they call it, that will be a very large topic for weeks. Like that won't be going away anytime soon. The You know, the, you cover the funeral for Lisa G, who was the DJ who lost her life yesterday. You know, there's other who are, there's some in critical condition, like only one has been passed, has died, but others could. I mean, there's three who are in like seriously bad shape right now. So that death toll might might climb. And so you're always covering it. I think for the rest of us, I, I think it's a story today. It's a story front page today of the Boston Globe. I thought, put it up, you know, <laughs> we know what happens next is what the, is, is what the title was. Oh, which is nothing. Right, which is which is not nothing's gonna nothing's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna change. I don't care what's. I we said this before in this show. Doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. Right, left, pro gun, anti gun, whatever. Nothing changes. Like nothing ever changes. It's just another one, another one, another one, another one. And we just as Americans, we accept it. I don't know why we do, but we accept this is part of being in this country. It's is being around gun violence consistently. As you start to bring it into your own world. We went, and it was one of the most fun days we had as a family with sports around and stuff when we went to the parade for the Mm. Knights here. You know, we took, Kels brought a friend. I mean, it was me and all the girls, and um, it was a blast. It was 110 degrees. It was really hot. We were packed in tight. At one point, I had to ask the people behind us politely first and then not so politely second to back up. Because there were too many, it was too close. And the girls were getting pushed up on this fence. And I was like, people, we got to space out. Like everybody just stand in your space. Mm. No one needs to get closer. They got these big screens we can see. But it kind of, it kind of crushed me a little bit. Like, well, I'm never going to another parade again, was, you know, at one point what Kendall said. And I was like, they're not, it's, it's, it's a random thing. And it's, a, you know, how do you explain that to a 10 year old? I, I can't, 
I, no, I, mean, I, I had to bring Madeline to my class yesterday, right? So she's got a cold. She's not really all that sick, but like she could, she, no one could watch her. And she looked at me and she said, am I okay to go to class? And I said, are you worried about what happened last year? And she said, yeah. That was in, she, in her conscious mind of going to UNLV. She was concerned. And I was like, look, you're, you're good. And she was like, the guy was going after professors, not kids, right? And I said, yeah. He was, he, he, she's like, that's better, right? And I said, well, I said, it's not really better, but just know that the shooter wasn't after college students. So it was really random. But like having that, we're sitting in the parking lot, we're having that conversation with, with my nine-year-old. And like, yeah. I was like, this is really, sorry, Will, this is really fucked up really? to have this conversation really? with yeah. my nine-year-old about going to her dad's work. This is where I work. And my nine-year-old's like, yeah, three people got shot last semester going here. Are we good? Because I don't want to remind her, but the building next to where I teach is where it happened. Right. Like, <laughs> like you can see from the parking lot we were parking in, you can see the building in which the shootings happened. And that building is closed off. You can't, it's not open. They're not going to open it for this semester. They may never open it again. I don't know. But like, these are things that as parents, we're having these conversations. And the idea that we're, our kids can't go to a parade, they're going to lose that joy. They're going to lose that day of celebration because of violence. Should never really be a factor <sighs> in the decision. And now, you know, again, something that was so positive kind of, Turned into, Completely I mean, they had negative. the NFL draft there, right? You know, in the spring, that same spot. I mean, yep. when when I saw the videos, I was like, "Oh wow, I remember seeing this the way it's kind of set up." I've never yep. been there, and then I worked with a guy uh, at Sports Grid, uh, Parker, and I was thinking of people that I know in Kansas City when I saw that. I was like, "Geez, do I know anyone that might be working on?" So I texted Parker, who shoots the games for the Chiefs on the field, so he's very close. I figured it for sure. He's a big fan. He has a tremendous uh, BVB lid that I sent him. Um, I sent him a text. I said, hey, are you working? Are you down there? He said, no, I called off today. But my crew was right there when right. it happened. And I said, Jesus, everybody okay? And he said, yes, as far as I know. He said, I'm really glad I wasn't working. And I said, well, I'm glad mm. you weren't working too. He said, I guess mm. I have more life to live. What? Like, I, it just, it just, it just hit so different. And as we get older, these things, there's no answers. There's the, 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 like, I can't give the kids a, a legitimate answer. I mean, it was just, you know, random. It was this, it was that. I'm tired of talking about it. I want to talk about it. I mean, I didn't put it on the rundown for that reason, because I, 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 I don't know. I, I, what the hell are we going to say? Like, I, right. There's just, there's just anger. Like there's nothing to say. It's just oh. every time we come onto these conversations, it's like, okay, so college campuses at UNLV or now parades or concerts. Like we just start right. like checking as soon. You can't go anywhere. Soon you can't go anywhere. Like you just, I mean, supermarkets like it happened in Maine and like, you know, bars would happen in upstate Maine. And like it's just there's numerous things where like, you know, people are fed up, but nobody knows what to do about it. We just had the most amount of people that we've had in Las Vegas gathered here for the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. I'm thankful nothing happened. 
I would agree with that. There was a lot of things. There was a lot of gatherings with a lot of people, you know, and I don't mind the crowds, but like Jess is getting to the point where she don't want to do it. And the kids are young. Like they have, I, I, I would expect them to not even like, just, just go. Now they're like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I don't want to do that. I don't want to go. And I, and it sucks that like, as you get, as you get older and you watch the kids grow on their own, they make their own decisions. I hate to see their enthusiasm for stuff. All like they're learning everything too fast. Everything's <laughs> happening too fast. You're having a conversation with Maddie in a car before you go in about stuff. She's nine. Should we talking about like different things? Like she, she used to be excited to go to class. She used to be jumping up and down. She couldn't wait to go to class because she loves being around college kids. Cause they're older kids. Every nine right. year old loves being around college right. kids today. She had a look in her eye and I'm like, you okay? And I knew something was up. Like she just didn't look right. And, right. and she, she was like, am I okay to go here? Oh, I was like, well, are you okay to go here? Like, whoa, like, come on. Like your dad, I, I never take you to put you in harm's way. I was like, come right. On. right. But like that conversation, like it hurt me. I was like, damn it. Like that sucked. I didn't like that conversation at all to have, but you could, the kids, they grew up. I mean, I don't know if nine, I ever thought about walking into a place and getting shot. I'm not sure that was ever in my brain at nine. It's in her brain. Hell no, it wasn't. Right. Yeah. I wasn't for me. I mean, daddy, am I okay to go to campus? You know, that guy that was there last semester, like is someone else going to do that? Right. Like (laughs) it's a hard, it's a hard thing to jump in with. It's a hard thing to answer as a father. So, all right, we got Robert. He's, he's tight on time. Is he here? Oh, so so let's get up to speed. Let's get Robert here on the Bostonian versus the book here. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me change this one thing because we got to get the right overlay on these things. And we go with that. And here he is, Robert Linehan. What's going on, Robert? You're very busy breaking big stories. What's up? Welcome back to BVB. I'm going to say, as you can see from my hair, man. I should have run a comb through my hair or something. It's been a uh, <laughs> it's been a wild day. It's been a wild day today. It's been insane, uh, uh, kind of what's been going on today. I wake up. We're three hours behind you. Great to see you. You're tweeting about Alabama. Matt spent five years in Alabama, knows a lot of people there. I can't wait to go. It's one of the states I've never been. Yeah. But we had it as a huge dog to have gambling, sports betting, all of this stuff. And I'm not going to lie. I was in a parking lot on the edge of my seat waiting for your next tweet. I'm like, Linehan does God's work here with this. Fill us in on what happened in Alabama today first. <laughs> well, first off, I, I still can't believe how bad my hair is right now. It's, <laughs> it's embarrassing. Right. Tremendous. No, it's but, great. Um, yeah, the, the, the commenters seem to enjoy it. Um, yes. But yeah, so Alabama today um, took a really big step uh, towards this very expansive – gaming bill that would legalize uh, state casinos, a state lottery, and retail and online sports betting uh, through a constitutional amendment. Uh, the House of Representatives approved two bills uh, that would basically do all of that. Um, it, it was sent to the Senate. Uh, if it's approved by the Senate, Alabama voters would have the ultimate say on everything in the oh. November 2024 general elections. Um this is a big, this is a big, uh, a big step for the state regarding legalized gaming. Uh, Alabama has tried to do this 
on a number of years. I'd, I'd say every year for about the last three years, they've tried to legalize sports betting um, and, and the lottery to some extent. Uh, nothing has really gotten a lot of traction. Um, this passed fairly easily in the House today. Uh, oh. It requires a three-fifths majority to be passed in both houses because it has to be triggered through a constitutional amendment. Uh, but they really had no problems getting the votes necessary for this. Um, you know, it, it, it's the first step, but as I said, it's a big step. It, it's going to go to the Senate next, where actually in 2021, the Senate passed a fairly similar bill that legalized sports betting, casinos, and lottery. Uh, and then it was sent to the House and it died. So it's sort of a flip-flop of what's going on this year. Um, so do you think it's yeah. actually like going to pass like it could, like the Senate? I mean, was this the harder of the two? To, I mean, with the flip-flop, sometimes that means, okay, you guys say yes, we'll say yes or rubber stamp it. And then, like, people in Alabama think they're going to have sports betting by football season. They're not. That's, that's well, not realistic, is it? It's not. Um, it certainly wasn't rubber stamped. I mean, there was a lot of opposition to it. Uh, a lot of speakers that got up, you know, talked about the dangers of expanded gaming and casinos being in backyards. You know, the same stuff that you hear in every single uh, uh, debate on this uh, throughout the country. Um, so and it's certainly it, it's basically it's through about a year of hard work uh, from the representatives that put it together, uh, Representative Blackshear and Representative Witt. Um, I, I don't know if it's, you know, I, I'm not in the game of making predictions if a bill will pass. You know, uh, I can't tell you how many times I thought a bill had absolutely no shot of going right. that it would pass. And then, you know, a bill that seemed like a slam dunk gets destroyed at the last minute and, you know, we're all grasping at straws. Uh, I, I think Alabama, as it stands right now, is has the highest probability of legalizing sports betting and gaming out of any other state in the country right now. Um, okay. I mean, it's just, it seems like the bill has a lot of momentum to it. Um, obviously, it would have to be approved by voters uh, in the November general election, which means that, you know, you wouldn't see sports betting in casinos and a lottery until 2025. But I, I, I do think it stands a good chance at sort of crossing the finish line in the Senate and then being finally determined at the polls in November. So, okay. I have a friend of mine who lives in Birmingham who tipped me off about this about four months ago sure. and said, and said, Matt, there's a good shot that Alabama is going to have sports betting in 2025. I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, there's a lot of, a lot of people talking down here that this is going to, this is going to go one Tennessee and Mississippi's success with rolling it out and not having massive problems has caused people in the state to go, huh, maybe we should be joining in. They would like to go legal before Florida, if possible, because the panhandle, obviously, there's a lot of people down there in the southern part of the state the, uh, on, on the coast, which is right by the panhandle of Florida. So they don't want to lose even more money to people crossing the state to going to Florida on this. Mm -hmm. But have we ever had a legitimate poll done about voters and whether or not they're going to vote to legalize brick and mortar casinos? Well, um, something was referenced today uh, by Representative Blackshear that he said a number of polls have been taken that have shown that, you know, at the high, 91 percent of voters support expanded gaming in the state and at the low, 
51% of uh, voters that were polled support gaming. He said right now it's averaging around, you know, and this is his, you know, these are polls that they uh, uh, um, basically organized and and sort of right. yeah. got on their own. So <laughs> take that with a grain of salt. But, you know, he said that, like, you know, it's polling at an 80% clip of approval right now. And, you know, Matt, that was but, something interesting you said. That was a big point. That was being made today by a lot of um, House of Representatives that supported the bill that said, look, you know, this this one uh, woman said, look, I'm sick and tired of people of of our residents crossing state borders and putting other kids through school and improving their infrastructure like we need to be keeping that money in Alabama. Um, You know, a lot of a lot of representatives said that their constituents, you know, that they weren't in favor of expanded gaming, but they've heard from their constituents that are very much in favor of expanded gaming. And and they voted by, you know, the opinions of their constituents, which is, you know, what they're elected to do. They're rep- they're elected to be sort of the mouthpiece for the people that they represent. So, you know, it, it's going to be an interesting journey to see what happens next at the Senate. Um, and then again at the polls, I mean, it still has a, a high hill to climb. It's not a simple majority it has to be approved by a three fifths majority. I've seen a lot of bills right. that had to be approved by a three fifths majority, get that simple majority vote, but fail because they didn't get, you know, the necessary eyes in there. So right. it, it's, it's, Alabama has a great chance. I mean, that's the state that my radar is really sort of honed in right now, honed in on right now in terms of, you know, I'd say Alabama and Mississippi are running sort of neck and neck right now with who's actually going to get something done this session. Um, We had all this plan to do and talk about Alabama. And then right before we start the show, you put out another tweet about cease and desist letters <laughs> in Florida. And yeah. I went, oh my goodness. I mean, I know you, you know, you got to go in a couple minutes, which is fine, but like, what the hell is that? I mean, is this them pushing them and saying, look, this is gambling. You know it's gambling. We know it's gambling. You have 30 days. It's I said it's a good thing it's a leap year. So they got an extra day to figure there you go. it out. Yeah. But what the hell is that? Explain that yeah. to people. Well, thank yeah. I mean, that's why I was on late. I was supposed to be on at two thirty. So I appreciate you guys uh, giving me some of time. I was trying to write that story up. Listen, um, you come on with that hair like that. You can come on anytime <laughs> you want. That's fine. Uh, yeah. So, so the Florida Gaming Control Commission sent out cease and desist lower orders or letters uh, to better prize picks and underdog fantasy on January 31st. It's the second round of cease and desist letters they've sent. The first round was sent in September, but these letters specifically say you have to stop within 30 days of the issuance of this letter, or we are going to send this matter to um, like a a prosecution department in the state. Uh, It's the first time they've set a timeline on when these operators need to leave. Um, and, uh, I, I spoke with, I haven't spoken with anyone from better or prize picks yet. Uh, I haven't gotten in touch with them, but underdog has said that they will be leaving on March 1st. Uh, that's sort of breaking news on your site here on, on your show here. So right. they're done in Florida on March 1st. Um, prize picks has not had the best of weeks. Uh, they just ceased their paid competitions in New York. Uh, yesterday, I think, uh, was there with last, a $15 million bag yeah. on the yep. way out. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, they were great. It, now, is that a lot of money? I was talking to somebody earlier and they're like, oh, they made so much money. Anyway, they just break off a check. That's the loose change in their pocket. 
Um, 15 million is 15 million. 15 million. I mean, it, it, it's in, in the grand scheme of things for them. It's probably not a lot. It, it, it means a lot more to them than it would mean to DraftKings or FanDuel, you know, something like that. But, um, you know, what's interesting about this Florida thing is that, you know, all DFS is supposed to be illegal right now in Florida. Florida has been like this gray state where there was no real law saying that it was legal, but then there was no law saying that, that it was illegal. So the gaming commission, what's interesting about this is the gaming commission sent these letters to better prize picks and underdog. Okay. But we know, but we know that there are other operators that are offering DFS games in Florida right now. Uh, FanDuel and DraftKings obviously are, are two of the bigger DFS operators in the state. So are to they going to get one or did they, they avoid the, the, the letter writer? Well, that that's, you know, I, I'll let you, I, I, they have not received a letter yet. They were not part of the first wave in September to receive a letter. Um, an industry source told me that they weren't going to receive a letter. So oh. I don't see that happening. Wow. Again, the Florida gaming, you know, if they did receive a letter, I, I believe that the Florida gaming control commission would have sent me a copy of that letter. Right. Um, so, you know, I'll let you read between the lines as to why, gotcha. they, you know, they're not being singled out with these other three, but yeah, so that that's that's everything going on in Florida. Um, you know, Alabama, like we said, uh, bringing it back home. You know, they have a really good shot this year to get something done. Uh, it's going to be interesting to talk about to see. Uh, and that, that's that's been the extent of my um, interesting day here. So excellent. All right. Well, I know you got to go get the kid. I appreciate Your hair it. looks great. I oh, wore a beautiful. Phillies hat for you. I picked this up in Philadelphia. Pitchers and catchers, come on, man! I know it's baseball season. Officially. Although they don't, they don't look good in those fanatics uniforms, though. I know guys- that's a whole nother story. I don't <laughs> know what they did. I, I, I'm glad I got all the old stuff. I got the good stuff. So I know that's fine. I'm going to be good. back there um, in the spring. My oldest is playing D2 softball at Felicia oh, nice. University in Rutherford. So when I come to Philly, we'll hook up. But um, you know, because my brother lives there. Great seeing you. Thanks for joining us. Get on the road. Don't be late for pickup because if you're late for pickup, the rest of your night stakes. That's right. I'll have teachers call me. Yeah, Dave, Matt, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. It's always fun coming on. Great. Thanks. See you, sir. All right. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Well, there you go. So we that was Robert Linehan. Uh, he's at XL Media. Great dude. Um, I can't do anything with these boxes right now until Matt gets back his internet. So Matt crashed the internet. Well, Matt didn't crash the internet, but the internet crashed at his house. So we're doing the show like this right now until further notice. So, I mean, I got the rundown right here. That was really interesting. That became a story because like people didn't give Alabama much of a shot of actually getting this done. And now somebody in Alabama wants this done. So they got a long road to go, but they're uh, through first down. Let's let's put it that way. So that's that. Uh, Florida cease and desist letters. In the old days, like I said, they used to just barge in the doors and tell you business was shut down. Now they send you a letter. This is legalized sports betting. They send you a letter and say, oh, we're coming. You decide. And it's uh, everything's different. But in some ways, everything's the same. The show is not going to be the same.
because it's just me. So we're just going to sit here and talk like this. I'm going to look at the rundown. Let's see. Pitchers and catchers report. Baseball talk. Um, I don't know if we can talk a lot of baseball. He's got these list of things. And if Matt's not here, you know, what are we going to talk about? The Dodgers. I mean, I wore the Dodgers stuff today. If you like L.A., everybody likes L.A. I got the Dodgers all-star hat. It's kind of doubles as a spring training hat because it has the, you know, the clear stuff in the back. It's a perfect hat for Vegas um, because it's hot in the summer. When you wear hats that are nice, they get messed up from the sweat. So wore the Dodgers stuff today. Let's do this. While Matt is reestablishing his connection and stuff, let's do a Ask Dave anything you want. Just fire away. We got a lot of people here watching. Ask a question. I'm looking at the chat. You guys are awesome. And um, I mean, to be perfectly honest, we're having a lot of discussions with a lot of people about a lot of things. They're putting us on Sports Grid at night. Me and Matt, tonight we'll have Taylor Mathis for the first hour. Cam Stewart will join us in the second hour. You can watch that. And he's back. <laughs> Sorry. My oh, goodness gracious. It's fine. We held it together. We finished the interview with Robert, got him out on time so he could go get his kids. I was talking to all the boys and girls in the chat. It's nice, man. It's like therapy. It's, <laughs> Sorry. It's I have no, so we, we stayed up, huh? We stayed live? everything was fine except I couldn't change the overlay. Right. So you were gone. It put me in the middle. I had a big line between my face like this. But at one point, Robert said, I'll let you read between the lines. And I almost dropped a joke. I said, I am am between the lines right now. But (laughs) listen, I don't know. You obviously weren't able to hear what he said. I heard nothing. I'm sorry. Everything in this house crashed. Like everything went down. So I had to reset everything. That's fine. Well, you look good. Everything's back. You (laughs) sound good. good. Alabama, this is the first step. Long way to go. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, that's what he said. And then the Florida thing, those three got cease and desist letters. Yeah. But other companies are operating doing the exact same thing did not. And I said, oh, really? Like who? And he said, well, like FanDuel and DraftKings. I said, oh, so are they going to get a letter? Or he said, well, from what I've been told, they're not. They avoided the letter writer guy. I said, oh. So, and then he, that's when he said, I'll let you read between the lines. Mm. Cash, well, bags, envelopes, no letters. We're good. I don't understand how that works, but I do. Well, hold on. Let me just backtrack for a second. So are we saying, are we saying that because DraftKings and FanDuel aren't operating sports gambling, just DFS in the state, right? Well, that's what. That's what prize picks underdog and better are operating. But the the difference is that they are claiming, I read the letter, they are claiming that those entities are operating sports gambling offerings. Right. The same exact things that the other ones are offering. There's other companies doing the exact same thing. They just so FanDuel and DraftKings are offering the five the, the five and six leg player prop parlay. Interesting. Yes. Okay. Because yes. I thought I could, I thought they were just yes. offering DFS contests only. Oh no. Oh, no. No. They basically bought out the competition. Is <laughs> what they did. Who bought the Who? The big companies. Well, no, they still have prize picks and, uh, you know, underdog and better are still in the state. They didn't buy them out. They're not buying them. They got um, okay. a big bad boogie to come in to go to- tell them to stop operating. Well, the problem is there is, the, I mean, obviously the idea is to bury them in legal. 
So then they actually have no choice or they go get them. You know, they start knocking on doors. Like you said, they, they kick in a door or two. Yeah. That's going to be sticky. That's interesting. That's cause, you, cause you obviously, cause you obviously have the main operator. It's a mon, it's a monopoly in Florida where you have one entity for sports betting, but this yeah. is over. This is a sports betting season assist order. This is claiming what you're doing is sports betting because FanDuel and DraftKings can say, we're just going to stop operating or offering those five and six legs parlays. We're going to keep sure. DFS alive. Well, sure. I mean, you would assume that they that would be the easiest case in the world where you'd throw up what FanDuel has live on their app right now during a court case. My gut tells me that FanDuel and DraftKings will stop up, will stop offering that, but they'll keep operating as a DFS company. The problem is those other companies don't have the DFS contest offerings that FanDuel and DraftKings have. And they say, look, Florida's legal for DFS. We're not doing sports betting. You're claiming this is sports betting, so we're going to stop. Don't give us a letter. So my gut tells me they will pull that down for at least temporarily. They will pull down those offerings and keep operating as a DFS company. Those other two, other three companies don't have the DFS model built in. Their model is, wait, a six-game you know, parlay is DFS because it's player props. It's not actually sports betting. And the state is saying you're a sports betting company. And we have one company that has one license and it's only hard rock. It's only the Seminole tribe. They're the ones that control everything. So we're kicking you out. That's my read on it. But my read is that, is that it is less about FanDuel and DraftKings paying somebody off, which they could have, but it's more about the fact they have another, they have other business models in the state that's legal versus underdog and prize picks do not. They get deeper pockets too. True. That's absolutely the case. And I think one day they may be legal in Florida. I mean, there may be a, a relationship down the line, depending on how the tribes feel. There may be something type of relationship there in the future between the two. If you're watching in Florida and you know anyone that's associated with the tribes or anything like that, reach out at Sports BK Could Sig, at Boston versus the book, at Sports Talk Matt. We'd be happy to consult you and help you through this process because um, it's going to get, what'd you say? Sticky? Yeah. Murky? It's It already is. I mean, there's yeah. things going on. Uh, yeah. Underdog does DFS. Of course they do. But they don't. Do- they do. They do. No, I know they do, but they've transitioned their business model away from that. Of course, because that business model it's not it's for the real diehards still season long fantasy daily fantasy i mean it's something but the betting is is take it's different they take those players once they go there it's hard to go back so i mean everybody's building a database all these companies are data companies i mean they're they're, they're data companies they're compiling lists well, now, guess what? You get a cease and desist letter. You can't even get a name or an email address. Who can? The one's still operating. This is this is a, this is a you know end around move. Protect the flank move. We had guys protecting our <laughs> flank. Remember that? I love that. Protect our flank. This is I'm on Underdog's We're website because I I, I, I want to see. I see season log and I see pick'em contests. Mm-hmm. I don't see daily DFS. But I but guess they may not do daily. They do the season. Yeah, but so. th- that season long business must be tiny. It's, it's got to be tiny. That's what I just said. That's, a, yeah. that's what I mean. I mean. It's all they pivoted to be a, a prize pick competitor. 
Yeah, when you're when you have a store and you have multiple products and this one thing keeps selling, uh, I mean the year at my dad's store, I mean we had everything, but these cabbage patch kids showed up and everybody wanted one. Guess what we did? Said we're we're selling cabbage patch kids. I mean we were I can't imagine what my dad was doing to get cabbage patch kids in our store. <laughs> It was amazing. Like they were just show up. I didn't, I, you know, it was, right. I was a little kid, but I was like, wow, you know, my sister's got one, everybody and it was nuts. Well, people wanted this. So we pivot, let's go give them what because, they want. Give the people what they want. Yeah. So, so I'm just, I'm just like looking at all these different things, you know, the winning payout, the pick two is three to one, pick three, six to one, pick four, 10 to one, pick five, 20 to one, which is so bad odds. <laughs> well, no, those are actually, those are fair. Two game parlay pays two point six five or two point seven five to one, depending on where you're at. So they pay three to one. A five to one parlay pays twenty to one. It should be twenty four. They shorted it a little bit. What's okay. a six gamer? They don't offer six game. Only underdog. Only prize picks does six game. Okay. They don't do. They they do and five. Four game. is what ten to one. Correct. Okay, so they shaved a couple points off of that. It should be twelve or thirteen. So, listen, those are hard to hit. They know that, but they know what they were doing. This is not a mystery. They, right. They've known that what they've been doing all along. Let's just do it until they stop us. If we're ready, we'll go through their process. Otherwise, we'll leave. Do you think any one of those three says, okay, we'll cease and desist, but we want to play ball here? What do you want us to do? Or do they just stop? I think the problem that these companies had is when Underdog applied for a license in North Carolina. I think that killed everything. I think that that was the the admission as to what they are ultimately all about. And states went, well, hold on. You went for a license in North Carolina. You're not coming for a license here? Well, why are you operating here? Good question. That's not all right. We're not okay with that. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. To... To me, it, 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 you know, they're parlay betting under another name. It's all it is. 100%. <laughs> and they all know it. And they've been operating for a long time. And, you know, we've had conversations and they go, oh, no, 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 no. And we're like, um, you're betting. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're taking bets, right? I, no, we're not. No, we're not. Uh, no. You, you kind of are. Like, uh, let's uh, just be appropriate here. Call a spade a spade. I got I got Butchie in there right now, and we got to figure out a way to get Butchie on the show with a connection mm, sure. and different things like that. Even if we have to black the screen, we're going to do it. But, you know, he said it sounds like parlays to me. It is parlays. A dream sports book would be a sports book that didn't have to take straight bets <laughs> and just took parlays. parlays. Are you kidding me? This is somebody at Underdog said, no, 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 no. We're never going to take straight bets. No, 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 no. I mean, you should take futures. They should find a way to do futures with fantasy and whatever and p- let them parlay. Parlay whatever. futures. Parlay futures. Right. Of course. <laughs> well, Circuit does it. They, they let you parlay right. futures. Yeah. Those are big tickets. People would love that stuff. Now, right. you may get beat. You may get whacked if you let somebody put together. And, but over a year, they're going to parlay the Super Bowl with the World Series with the Stanley Cup. We'll manage it. That's fine. If it gets to that point, we'll move it. But a sports book without straight bets and just parlays. That's music to most bookmakers ears. Right. That's great. Oof. So we'll clearly watch 
and see how that all plays out because it's I not. I think the real story with Linehan joining us was, did you see a, a, that hair? It's great. Has me, but I'm beyond jealous. Like people in the chat were going crazy. Look at that lettuce. That was nice. I'm telling them, never do that. Just do that every time you come on with us. <laughs> Look at the mad. I was trying to figure out who you reminded me of. Like, who do you remind me of? Like a Wolverine mixed with like the Mad Hat or something. It was phenomenal. I don't know. But it was, it was great. <laughs> Loved it. Yeah, All right. Let's get into what happened last night. Yep. Uh, the Boston Celtics became the third team in NBA history to win multiple games by 50 plus in one season. Dear Lord, I was on with Wetzel. <laughs> And we're watching the game, and it was they were laying four touchdowns in the end of the first. It was 28 and a half right away. And I said, are you ready to take it? And he's like, no. And I said, all right, we got to 38 and a half. I said, five touchdowns and two field goals, or five touchdowns and a field goal. Are you ready yet? He's like, no. I don't think so. We went and looked. The Memphis Grizzlies beat the Thunder 152 to 78. Two years ago, we were on the air. Me, him, and Dane Martinez were on the air. That's the biggest margin ever? Well, I remember that game because we were on the air. Okay. And I said, we're going to see 55. And they're like, what? I'm like, 55 is the speed limit in areas. It's, I mean, it's going up 65, 75 in rural, rural areas. But can you imagine a point spread of 55? So I said it to Wetzel last night, I'm taking over 50. Just because. If it gets over 50, you got to do it. It's a principal play. So 53 and a half was the number. Oh, my. And I said to Wetzel and everybody watching on the show, now's the time to buy. You can say you took the Brooklyn Nets plus 53 and a half. <laughs> lost. <laughs> no. I know one, but I'm saying but if it lost, you could just say, oh, I, I took a ticket with plus 53 it's and a half and it lost. <laughs> like the story you tell people. We talked about it. You called it a circus this week and circus music with the NBA, yeah. and it is. It's very, very hard. This was the blowout that, like, the second time the Celtics did it, and I'm going, there's no, there's no, I don't want to say there's no shame, but there's, it's okay to lose by 50. When was it okay to lose a game by 50? Never, but it's kind of like striking out five times in a baseball game. That used to be the ultimate embarrassment ever, and now it's like, eh. Okay, five times a baseball game. So what? <laughs> like, so back tomorrow. <laughs> so like when you go in the locker room after the game and you lose by 50, mm -hmm. is anybody talking? Oh, no. They're going, um, my plane takes off in like 35 <laughs> minutes. So um, can you kind of speed this up, coach? I, 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 I'm out. Like my, my girl's got my bag and she's waiting. So like, can we like speed this up, please? Okay, thanks. <laughs> what the hell? That's, what, that's what it is. It's I'm, I'm out. See you <laughs> on the other side, guys. Have fun in Indianapolis. I'm going to Bora Bora. Bye-bye. <laughs> the All-Stars. Yeah. See you. The one guy, I don't enjoy, even know. Enjoy the cold. Seven. Yeah. Enjoy the cold. I'm going south. See you in a week. Goodbye. Man, That's what it is. points. All right. So the All-Star break after tonight begins for the NBA. Right. Here are your odds. Right. For the NBA championship oh, on Fandle. Who jumps out at that to you? Oh, obviously the Celtics are at the top. The show's called Bostonian versus the Bucks. So. <laughs> it's okay. Then it's the Bucks right on the list under them, but the Nuggets and the Clippers in yes. between. Okay. Right. Nobody's taking the Sun seriously at all. No. I mean, 14 to 1. Me included. 
Right. And and I think it's justified. That Knicks number is interesting. 18. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Cavs number is interesting at 22. I'm trying to find who is playing the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. That will give us options Denver. at those prices. <laughs> Denver. No, in the Eastern Conference oh. Finals. Um, That's I'm what gonna, I'm trying to match up right now. I'm, well, gosh. Until we know the path, it's very hard, right? Because isn't it crazy? It, it, like, it prob- it's probably going to be the Bucks. That's probably, it? yeah, it's probably going to be the Bucks. One versus two. Probably. I don't think so. But Doc Rivers could get bounced else. early, and then it's the Knicks. And it's Boston or Cleveland. New York or Cleveland against Boston. Right. Which I don't know. I think the Cavs if that number's up. interesting. Just oh to give gosh. you options. If we get Not just, maybe to win it all. Right. Okay. The West, can you put that back up? Look at the okay. West teams. The West, despite the fact that Denver and the Clippers are really high odds on favorites. I mean, like high meaning low. Mm-hmm. OKC. 22 to 1. The T Wolves are still playing well and up top 24. Why in the hell the Mavericks for real? Like, I think the list stops right there. At 36 to 1? No, I think it stops at 24. I don't think there's a team below that has a shot of winning the NBA championship. None of those teams. It's, it's, so nine teams. So you have nine teams. And by the way, there's only four, it's four and five. Five Western right. Conference, four Eastern Conference. Yep, that's it. I don't, I don't think there's a. T- I would love to, for there to be a story. The Warriors figure it out. The Lakers are playing as good as they played all season. They've won six and one in their last seven. People are going to tell me, oh, they're just they're, they're they just got to get in. They just got to get in. The Pacers, Dave Stanley picks the Pacers, hundred to one. I mean, Dave, like, you know, you're my guy and everything and happy Valentine's day to you and your wife. That was very nice. What she did. She wrote out 14 reasons why he's special. And that was very nice. I liked that. And he made dinner and they had a, probably a a really good night, but the Pacers, is there a team below those nine that you would even consider right now saying, eh, this is worth a flyer. 50 to, one, 50, 50 to one of the Warriors. Seems sentimental. It is sentimental, but it's still, you can roll back the hand of time. Of course, it's Sacramento? sentimental. I it's asked real. last night about Sacramento. No? Young no. team? No, I things just aren't clicking right now for them. They need, I mean, look, <sighs> if this doesn't end with the Boston Celtics championship. There's going to be a lot of pissed off people in Boston. This is the year. This is the changing of the guard. LeBron is on the 17th green. The Warriors look they like tried to trade him to go. They, they didn't try him. They asked Golden State asked and they said no, but they, it was, it was a trade conversation that at least was floated out there. I think it was floated out there. Why on did that come out? Why? Because, did because he's going to decline. He's owed $51 million next year from the Lakers. He is like, it's his option. He's going to decline it and want more. He's going to go to the free agent market and say, if you want to keep me LA, you're paying me more. This is my last contract. Pay me more. That's what the rumor is. 
just a strategic move of, of like saying like, oh, you wanted me. Oh, Laker fan goes, wait, wait, wait. LeBron's going where? No, 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 no. And then it puts pressure on the bus family and everybody else. So you have to pay LeBron next year. That is why that leaked out. Wow. Yeah. And remember the, the agent for Draymond, the same agent for LeBron. So. You think he's going to leave? No, I think he's going to threaten to leave. To get as much money as he can. He wants to, he wants as much money as possible. <laughs> remember, he's trying Dang. to buy an NBA team. He's trying to buy an NBA team. Right. He needs billions, not millions. He needs billions. So this he's going to try to squeeze everything. Even billions. He's the king now. The crown is his. He can do whatever he wants. Mm. Somebody no. tweeted at us yesterday about that. Did you see that? About? That there's a zillion props with DraftKings and LeBron, like when he's oh, going to get his 40,000 yeah. point and all yeah. this other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awkward. Of course. It's awkward. I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't know how I feel comfortable in the room going, this guy can determine this bet whatever night he wants. Pretty much. That's, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It's not good. Close. Everything's too close. Uh, Detroit Mercy got their first win of the year last night since snapping that 27 game losing streak. <laughs> Congratulations, to all you content people who were running around all day yesterday. You guys were all on it. Everyone was on it. It was oh. literally the most bet pick on the internet for gaming Twitter last night. Everyone was on that last night. So, well, you know, odds makers know. I mean, they had the line favored and they, they knew Kept climbing and they covered every number, covered, covered it them all. all, covered them all. All um, right. Pitchers and catchers reported before, before we move on, uh, I want to dispel, dispel all rumors that that was Motoy Pearson who we had on our live show right in Detroit mercy. The one guy that stormed the court. Okay. That was not Mo, <laughs> but one guy, that one guy goes, I think that was, that was the SID. <laughs> the, the SID came in. It was like <laughs> only person actually gave a flip that they actually won a basketball game. Like, I was happy. I was happy for them. So Mississippi Valley State apparently is the only winless team left. Okay, we have to keep an I eye on them when they're going to get their win. Mississippi Valley State. I came close to becoming the play-by-play -play voice of that team. I swear, I would have loved to have seen you <laughs> in Mississippi. Woo! I thought Alabama was good. That's you right. being with I, Mississippi I Valley State. Mississippi. I was offered both jobs. I was offered the the voice of, uh, of 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 no two. I was offered the Mississippi Valley State and Delta State were the two jobs I was offered down there, and then I was offered Alabama too. And I chose to go to be a talk radio personality. I think I made the right choice. <laughs> Your mom had to be like, what are you doing, Matthew? You're, you're down in South. Like what, what are you? Well, doing? I moved the problem. The problem with it all is that I moved with a girl to Alabama. So she got a job in Aniston. I got a job in Huntsville and we were living together in old town, Alexandria. And then we both moved down to Alabama thinking we could make distance work. That was the bigger concern. It wasn't that I was going to the South. It was that, what are you doing moving again? Cause we had moved from college. We had, we had, we were together at the end of our junior year, all mm. senior year, mm. and then moved to Virginia where mm. her family was. She worked in, in, um, outside of DC. I was in Charlottesville. And so we were doing distance there. Then I moved to old town for six months and then I moved to Alabama. And so did she. So that was the bigger concern of like, you really want to be moving all, all over the country, but you're not actually together. Like, like you're just trying to do your jobs career wise. It's not really working. So I almost, I almost ended up in Orange County, California for my girlfriend. Like mm -hmm. we were together in college yeah. and she went back. That's where she's from. And I was something above kept me back east. Yep. And then they, you know, I got sent to 
Curacao. My wife followed your path. She moved with her boyfriend from Ohio Northern. They ended up in Vegas, and he's a big offensive tackle farm guy who ended up playing on the Arena League team here for a year. Oh, wow. And all this other stuff. And then it didn't work out. So right. I was, you know, option number two and <laughs> worked out, you know, but like that guy, I mean, you know, hey, Matt, his name was Matt, too. Actually. Oh, God. <laughs> if he's watching the show like, hey, man, like he showed up at the door one day before he left Vegas. We shook hands and he said, good luck. And I said, all right, good luck to you, too, as well. He's six foot eight, weighed about 320. Six foot eight. Yeah. Guy shows up at your door and I'm like. Hi, <laughs> Jessica. Um, Someone's here. Yeah, your your ex is here. What? You you didn't know he was coming? Oh, it was his way of saying goodbye. He had to leave town. So it was uh, the things you do when you're young for the mm-hmm. for the other ones. You you, you learn, mm-hmm. boys and girls. You're listening. The twenty year olds listening. Just listen. Figure yourself out first. Tell my sister that, please. <laughs> There's no telling them. <laughs> she will listen. She'll they're, listen. They're not going to listen to you. But I'm they're, the asshole. So I, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm the mean person in the state because I bring that up. That's well. This is the role we fill. It's, yeah, it's hard being the, the big brother You're, or the yeah. dad, and that's it. Oh, I was told that that, that in the you know, I'm not going to say it. Forget it. No. <laughs> yeah. Not not, not even, even going to go there. Nope. I go, yeah. We'll, we'll, baseball. We'll keep, yeah. We'll keep that away. All right, early early look at the futures market as Major League Baseball pitchers and catchers are reporting. I actually yeah. was surprised when I saw this number, Dave. Dodgers plus three twenty, Braves plus four fifty. That's a small. That's a smaller margin in the National League. That's a win at all. That's a smaller margin than I thought. Yeah, where's the next National League team? Oh, the Phillies. Thanks yep. for coming. Okay, and then look at that split after that. All the way down to the Cardinals at 35 to 1. <laughs> it's a four-team race going into the season. It's legitimately a three-team race. It's. I mean, we're just completely going to dismiss the D-backs, huh? No respect whatsoever. No. It's worth buying that ticket just for the hell of it. At 40 to 1? Right. Team was in the playoffs last year making noise. The the randomness of the MLB playoffs lends you to believe I'm living proof of that last year with those exactas, those crazy tickets. The biggest score I ever made in my life was having the, the, the tickets with the Rangers over to Diamondbacks and the Diamondbacks over to Rangers. Those prices, I mean, just when you look at it, the Dodgers are going to win their division. That's what the odds tell you. The Braves are going to win their division. If the Braves falter a little, mm-hmm. they're still going to make the playoffs and the Phillies are going to win the division. Done. I think you got to look at these other divisions and go, who's going to get to the dance? That's all I need to know right now. Cardinals and Cubs right there. Obviously, those two are the central represented. It's nighttime in Pittsburgh, Ohio. I mean, the Pirates are going to be improved, but I mean, I saw that season win total 74 and a half. Mm-hmm. That's a big jump with 66 and a half last year. So who wins more games, Red Sox or Pirates? <laughs> we have a season-long bet working there. Sure. You're in a very hard division. Correct. With a really bad team. <laughs> I mean, my first thought is the Pirates. Yeah. My first thought is the Pirates. Really? Yeah. Telling you, O'Neill Cruz should be healthy all season. That's only going to help. They won all those games without him last year. He got hurt in April, slide into home. I 
I got to see who rotation is because I mean, Red Sox won won seventy eight games last year. They win more or less than that this year. Right on that number. Not five hundred. No, I think it'll be just underneath. I mean, it really depends upon what Brian Bello does because I don't trust. I mean, their ace is Lucas Giolito. <laughs> that's that's their number one. I just say that out loud again. Right. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> like, but Brian Bello is a young arm who they call him baby, baby Pedro. So, yeah. like, if he blossoms and becomes one of the best starters in the American League, you know, Nick Pavetta obviously is a big game pitcher. Cutter Crawford's been decent. Garrett Whitlock's coming out of the bullpen. They're putting him in the rotation. I disagree with that. I like what I like Garrett Whitlock in in, in the middle relief role for how shut down he was. But you know, if he comes in and is a decent relief, a decent decent starter, you know, they've got some young arms, some guys who are somewhat unproven to come in from a relief standpoint. You know, Kenley Jansen's hurt, but he'll be back at some point to be the closer. <laughs> We need a poll. Nikki Ciramello. I love you guys. I'm telling you, you guys make the show better by being here live. Mm. And again, if you haven't listened to the show live or watched the show live, try to get on the YouTube channel at symbol Boston versus the book. We met those guys at the, at the uh, um, Cosmo the other night. Mm-hmm. I sent them the link. They downloaded the podcast. They subscribed to the audio only. Nice. That guy, Evan sent me a text this morning. That show was really good. I really enjoyed it. I listened to the whole show. I said, just subscribe and listen every day. Nice. I said, I'd love to help you, you know, grow the thing. Put the first poll in. Nikki Saramello said, Pirates, who wins more games? Pirates or Red Sox? I think uh, I think this is going to be pretty close to 50-50. What was your win total? 74? I saw one place. I, only, I haven't looked yet. This will be the weekend that I start to really dive into it when I see who reports for pitchers and catchers. 74 and a half is what I saw. And I think yours is 77 and a half. Yeah, it's right around the same. Yeah. Uh, they're close. They're close. But we'll see what the people vote. Um, I mean, it's not fair because you have the Celtics. Like, we're going to be talking about the Celtics for the next six months. You know, they're going to they're going to have this run. Yeah, I, I think the Red Sox are hanging around. My Penguins are, I mean, seriously, the Penguins are getting old. Smoked last night. In dog years, like fast. Yeah. It's, it's, it. The local guys, you know, I'm going to try. Oh, to Bedard's back though, by the way. Bedard's back tonight. He is. Yeah, well, how about that? Okay. Interesting. All right. Vote in the poll if you're watching the show. Yeah, all top right. 10 goal scorers play tonight. Yeah. We you know what's crazy about the – oh, we're going to do that later. But the, the NHL, by the way, like almost every game tonight in the NHL is the first matchup of the season. I know, right? Weird. Like I was going through like – what? Like, I was like, first 10, all first matchups. I was like, oh, Interesting score uh, scheduling quirk here tonight. These teams are all playing for the first time tonight here in February. So it used to happen all the time when I was a season ticket holder in Pittsburgh. February, it's freezing, it's nasty. I couldn't wait to go to Penguin games, but that's when you would see Vancouver. That's uh, when you would see Winnipeg. That's when you would see, you know. And it's midweek a lot of times. So in Pittsburgh, it was they they weren't sold out until they actually got good. Right. It's a it's so handicapping wise. How do you do that? It's hard. I mean, it's it's hard. It's it's more what is a team playing like versus what do they did the first time they faced each other. You know, it's it's where the how are they going into the game? I think it makes it really hard to pick a side 
Yeah, I think you have to gravitate towards the totals. And I got two bets embedded in book it on totals. So that's yep. that, you I'm, know, I'm, and I'm like right auto again, our friend Chris oh, auto, at BSU auto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those sheets and those totals things, it's great. Every time I say it on the juice, people I get DM'd like A O T T O. I'm like, no, I say I say it's P S U O T T O. Right. That's what it is. Like otter, auto, not automatic. Right, not like, aut- right, not automobile. A a. A-U-T-O, right. All right, here are my five storylines going into the 2024 season, okay? I love this. These are my my person, not Dave's. These are my top five storylines. Yes. What will Shohei Itani be like in Los Angeles is the number one topic of, in my opinion, going into the year. I get asked this all the time about us doing this show. Yep. Like why we can't show stuff. We don't have a license to show stuff, and we don't need any flags. I'd love to show you the batting practice of Shohei (laughs) Itani. And 10 home runs and 21 swings. <laughs> like effortlessly. Yeah. Goodbye. Launched missiles. What's he going to be like? He's going to be a beast at the plate. He's going to make that lineup better. The Dodgers won and covered on the run line a lot already. Well, I overs, think- Dodgers overs on the road last year was my favorite bet in baseball. And I think we're going to be back on Dodgers I, over on I the road. That's again. You are right. That's, <laughs> yeah. you know, I think there's going to be a lot of situations where they're catching the back end of rotations in a three game series and it's going to be over, over, over. That's the three game series bet, you know, because the, the price, the price on the Dodgers on a nightly basis, 420. <laughs> it's going to, we're going to see some big ticket items. 650. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be back in the days where you had the Pedro numbers or you yeah. had like the aces, but not because of the pitcher, because of the lineup. Well, I'll hit a lot of people. I phrase it like this. What will show I be like in LA? Because not just on the field, I'm talking about the entire media crush that's coming from the world, the sports world, not the sports country of America, but the world is going to be there. I told you like, that conversation I had on media row with a guy who covers the Dodgers. And he said that they are really considering building an auxiliary press box just for the Asian media. That's going to be coming up. There are 30 full-time people being moved from Asia to LA to cover 162 games. Every game, even when Shohei doesn't play, they're going to be covering the Dodgers because of the interest in Los Angeles, the interest in LA, the Dodgers team, because they have Shohei. That's going to be unique. Wow. I mean, when Boston got Dice K, I remember Boston, I think there were like, there were 10 reporters that were full-time from Japan that were there to cover Dice K Matsuzaka. And it was like really well received. People thought it was super cool. And like he had a translator and it was just, he didn't speak the language till later in his career. And people were very much interested in who he was and what he was about. And they did all these like in-depth stories. You saw him like on the days he pitched, it was stupid. There were so many people in the, in the stands who were there just to watch Daisuke pitch. Like when Shohei is going to be playing on the road, you're going to see so many fan bases. Yeah. Ticket prices are going to be really hot, really high, hard to find tickets when Shohei is on the road. And like, I made the joke. I was like, he's in LA. And the person I was talking with said, Matt, Orange County is not LA. Like it's just, it's not like, don't like, don't conflate the two. Like he actually is in Los Angeles now. Like the LA media is now going to cover Shohei. You're going to see him everywhere. He's going to be marketed everywhere. Wearing blue and white is different than wearing red. 
I love the Dodger blue myself. Always. So I, I can't wait. Just I, the whole spectacle. I cannot wait. Number two, are the Yankees going to come back with Soto? Are they back in the conversation? Are they back? The odds would say no. It's a hard division. It's a, it's 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 a very hard division. Eight to one to win it all. Yeah, fourth the fourth Yankees. choice. They they always get bet. They're top five most bet every single year, and we used to laugh in a room like just bring them in, fly them in from the Bronx, let them bet them, because it's Garrett Cole and who? You got to have pitching. They don't got no pitching. Mm-hmm. So. Are they back? Yeah, they're going to score runs, you would think. Soto with that short porch is going to probably murder pitches. Statistically, he's going to murder pitches. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I, I mean, they're the second choice to win the World Series. I don't, I'd make them the second choice to win a division. I mean, second choice to win the American League. I mean, they're the fourth choice in the World, World Series. Yeah, second, second choice. choice in the American League. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, behind Houston, who just mm-hmm. won't go away ever, despite people's like, I'm sick of Houston. They're just that they just keep showing up. So, and their lineup is solid. Their pitching is excellent. They'll figure out the bullpen probably, you know, through April or whatever. We'll we'll see. I think I'm going to go down to spring training for a week and just go around and watch different yes. games and different things. We'll see what we can find out. But I don't know. I do you think they're back? No. I think there's a lot of hype around one player. And until they show me they can get people out, I like this team a lot. Right? Can the Orioles take the next step? The next step would be to win the division. Come up, win it again, do it, prove it, show it wasn't a fluke. It's our division. That was not one year. It was not a one-time thing. This is ours now. Yankees spend all the money all you want. Rays do all your money ball crap. We are here. We have new ownership and we are going to be a consistent story in baseball because we've seen this before. The Royals had a fun little run for a couple of years and then they went back to being the Royals. Let's see what the Orioles do here this year. There's two ways of thinking about the Orioles. They take the next step and prove that it wasn't a fluke last year or they go and get Burns. They got their horse at the top of the rotation, and the lineup steps back. Right. It's harder, right? Yep. I think the odds reflect that, that, like, we'll prove it again. You know, do it again, and we'll see. Um, Big Business said the Astros' bullpen is their strength. It is the the end of the game. I don't know if that's their strength. That's what yeah. I was referring to. The, the bridge between the starters and the end is great. They got guys that come out, throw gas, throw those spinners. They're ridiculous. But I, I don't know if they have a closer. I don't know if you need a closer. You need a closer for a while. Mm-hmm. But the closer can be two different people. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the old way of doing it, baseball's changing mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. So I still like the one guy closer, though. As long as you don't burn them out. Yeah, but I, I still like the guy who's used to being in the moment. Oh, I don't want to have to worry. Hater, that's right. Is he the guy? Oh, he. I mean, they got their guy. That's it. I forgot about that. Thank you, boys. AOWN, ATL Coos, thank you. Hater and Presley. Boy, that is good. I stand corrected. That's why I like doing the show. You guys pointed that out. I forgot about that. 
does Baltimore have that? No. I mean, look, their closer got hurt last year. It changed a lot. He should be back. Okay, I'm blanking on the guy's name. Diaz? Who was the, who was their closer? Oh, yeah. Got that they big got guy hurt. That threw. Yeah. Through 103. He got hurt. So he should be back at some point this year. So they'll have their, quote, closer at some right. point this year. But I, I'll be very curious to see how they handle success. Can they deal with the, because last year that was like, okay, Orioles, we think you can do it. Now go do it. They made the postseason. All right. Now the expectations are much higher, right? The attention much greater. The entire Baltimore market, the second the Ravens lost. They got new boom. owners, P. Roth. They got new, new owners. owners. That's huge. I mean, the Angelos' family was just, people hated them. So they didn't want to go there. So now you have new owners. You're pivoting everybody in the Baltimore region. I mean, the Nats suck, so DC too. Pivoted after the Ravens lost. It was, okay, it's baseball season. Let's go. Where are the Orioles going to be? And that's a lot. That's that's different. They're not used to that. It hasn't been, it's been a long time and since the Cal Ripken days where you had a media crush all throughout spring training. Right. So, number four for me, why isn't Blake Snell signed? What is going on? Bellinger's not signed. Like what? Like what is this? I, this is I, nuts to me. I it's feel like, like this is a game up. of chicken. Like the, the, all the clubs are going. Well, we'll wait. We don't need to sign you. I, there has somebody has to be talking. No, I mean the Yankees. Blake Snell could be the the guy. Put him behind Burns in Baltimore. Hello. How much money you want to spend? Baltimore's biggest question really is their rotation, and that would be an unbelievable one too. Righty lefty, like that's going to be. Depending on the team. Yeah, the article today in the Wall Street Journal, the headline is, he's one of baseball's best pitchers. How come no one wants him? <laughs> this Back in our day, you know, growing up, this guy gets gobbled up like that. <laughs> like, At the, the winter meetings. Yeah. Like he's, get, it's, 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 go on. Like, he's paraded around the winter right. meetings is a big signing. And it's way different now. I don't know. I I, I just know that. You know, I, I always think about it from the book's perspective and, and thinking, you know, if I was still sitting in the risk room, the Blake Snell signing, say he goes to the Cubs, the Cubs become the favorite in the central. Like I mean, in a weaker division, that's a big signing. I mean, it actually kind of pisses me off because I liked back in the day when the Yankees were actually the Yankees. Like this guy, the, the Yankees, you just said it. What's the big question with New York? It's Garrett Cole and who? The Cy Young is sitting there for the National League. He's a damn lefty on top of that. <laughs> He's a left-handed starting pitcher, Cy Young Award winner. The Yankees would come out and go, here's the Brinks truck. Right. <laughs> come yeah. on in. Drive the truck in. Yeah. Let's go. And now the Yankees are like, uh, oh, Batista's out for all of next year. Really? I thought he was coming back at the end of the year. Felix Batista's out for the whole year? I thought he got Tommy John. He'll be back at the end of the year, JCM Casey. Are you sure about that? He's out for Boris the whole year. Ash clown, Joel. <laughs> Boris isn't it? It's a rich one, but I mean, I, I don't understand. You know, I, uh, he has trouble giving you five innings. He won the Cy Young. <laughs> like, what do you mean? He gave you trouble. <laughs> he gave you trouble giving you five innings. He just won the Cy Young. I mean, I, I don't get this. This is bizarre to me. The Cy Young award winner. It's February 15th. He's not signed, but like, uh, JR33312, who's Johnny Parlay, and he's a baseball guy. 
He said it's hard to give a starting pitcher that much. Starting pitchers don't last as long as offensive bats. The starting pitcher for the season, Mm -hmm. the role has changed so much. But you still need those dogs, those horses in the postseason. I need a one and a two, at least a one, that I know I'm going to hand the ball to. I'm going to get a quality start, if not a game changer in a series, especially a three-game series. The first series, I'm playing all season, Mm. ideally to get the bye. If I don't get the bye, I got to win a three-game series, and I got to have my rotation set up with a one and a 1A because we got to get through that to get to a five-game series. Then we'll figure it out. Then, ironically, if you survive that, you hopefully can set up the rotation for the seven-game series. That's all I'm thinking about. They don't think about the 162. I don't know. I I, I don't know where he's going to sign. Does, does anyone have an inside place? That's a good point. <laughs> no one trade for Lamar, and Lamar went and won the MVP. I don't know. I don't get it at all. Blake Snell is 31 years of age, left-handed starting pitcher, reigning Cy Young Award winner, and not signed as of yet. LL said he walks too many batters. I mean, <laughs> you can punch holes in guys' resumes all you want, okay? Of course. But he still won the Cy Young, okay? <laughs> he still won the Cy Young Award. It's He really only does go five innings, though. They don't Okay, him, but they that's... Don't let him go through three times through the But that was the Padres' decision. I don't know. It was, was that anyone else's? Yeah. By the way... The uh, Rays in the World you, Series didn't make... The Padres play the Dodgers today on ESPN in... Uh, I think it does start now. It's at twelve ten. Spring, spring training. training. Yeah, in, in Arizona. They're opening the season over there, right? It was supposed Dodgers to start Rogers open the season. Right. In, and that's where they're starting now because they're, they're the first one to start playing games. Right. They got to go over there and play. Yeah, Shohei's not playing tonight. So in case you're curious about Otani, he's not playing, and neither is Machado. But that's up is it's in the Peoria Stadium in Peoria, Arizona. For Dodgers, yeah, Padres. Yeah, they're going to be tough to get tickets for. Can you imagine? No. <laughs> this is a great question. Which is a more D-Gen bet, spring training or preseason? Spring training is because you don't know a split squad. You don't know how many innings. You don't know what they're working on. Don't bet spring training baseball. It's both. It's no. Both. NFL preseason is far more predictable than, than spring training baseball-wise. Fair. Far more predictable, far more. It's know, minus you know. 120 as far as which one's a bigger <laughs> DJ. Don't bet yes. training. No. Spring training games. Listen, people love to bet the jerseys. They come in. Oh, yeah. Bet the jerseys. Absolutely. the same team. Yep. JC from KC, earmuffs. Nobody's ever bet the Royals in, in, no, in, ever. <laughs> in a spring training game in a long, long time. They come in, they bet the Yankees, they bet the Dodgers, they bet the Cubs. Same five teams every day. Right. Just writes a number. Whoever they are, their favorite doesn't matter. Nobody knows who's pitching. Nobody knows how long they're pitching. The split squad games, thank God, I used to say we're not putting them up. I don't, I, I'm not putting them up. You can't split squad games. No, there's God. places to put them up, Pierrot, and there's people nut- that will bet them. That's nutcase, absolute nutcase. And then finally, can the Rangers go back to back? Rangers are the defending champs, and everyone put those everyone. On Put those is going to be talking about the LA Dodgers and no one is going to be talking about the Rangers who are 14, 14 to one. 
14 to 1. 14 to 1. Hello. To win the American League and go back to the World Series. They're half, their odds are half with the Astros, which is so crazy to me. I just think if I'm in that room, if I'm a if I'm a Ranger fan, I'm walking in spring training. The first thing I'm I'm going, boys, they don't even think we can get back. They don't they think we can do it. We can win the division. They don't think we can win the division. We got a ring on our finger. We ain't done. Awesome motivation. Such awesome. If I'm a Ranger fan, I am in love with what's going on. Question everything. Do you know who we have coming back off the DL? Do you have you seen who our starting rotation might be in September? Do you know what we're going to throw at you? Because you can take Otani all you want. He ain't pitching. Look at our starting rotation in the postseason. Let's go. <laughs> DeGrom and Scherzer. Have fun with that, guys. <laughs> I don't know. And they I got a lineup. At 14 to 1, I don't normally bet really early futures, but my God, that's tasty to go and jump on that. Yeah, I... At some point, I think this year I'm going to get the full baby blue Ooh. Uh, Ranger Texas uniform. Nice. I I love that. The, the hottest ever, day. By the way, the hottest day ever was at a baseball game in my life was at a Ranger game. I thought I was in an oven. I legitimately thought I was in an really? oven. Oh my god! It was it was during Arlington. Big, it was in Big Twelve football media days. It was <laughs> we had it. We had a media night where all of us got free tickets to go to the Rangers at Arlington. And I, I thought like they were like, are they roasting us? Like, are we for dinner? Because I feel like I'm in a 500 degree oven. Like, was it it was, that bad? Oh my God. It was like 105. Oh no. It was, it was like a five o'clock start. It's like oh. an ESPN 7 PM start. So it was a 5 PM start. And it was like 105 degrees with like 89% humidity. Oh. And it was just uh, in the shade. Like oh. it, it was, it was, I was like, this is the hottest I've ever been in a baseball game. How the hell are these guys playing baseball? That's why I always kind of say you can't play baseball in, in Vegas. Like, are you sure? Like, they played outdoor baseball in Arlington, Texas for a while, and nobody really had that big of a problem with it for me for years. Oh, you, I mean, we go to the Aviators games all the time. And, and yes, it's hot, but if you start at 7.30, you know, and you have just sundown to fight and then play at night, I mean, even start the games at 8 o'clock, you can play. I mean, we did it with the kids. We played in the daytime. We played at night. It's it's hard, and it's brutal. You got to have shade, I think, for people sitting watching, so you can build a stadium where a lot of the seats are in the shade. But what is this? Rangers aren't making the playoffs. Adam Pye, what are you coming in? Wow, guns are blazing. They're not making it. You'd bet them to not make the playoffs. Damn. Wow, Adam coming in hot. Look at this. Ranger, well, there's our second poll. Is it big there's business? Second poll. Are you a Ranger fan? Big business. Big Rangers, business. Are they got the big team? business? I thought they were your team. They're not making the playoffs. Oh my gosh! How do they not make the playoffs, Piro? I don't know. Second poll up right now. That's that's a what? That, that, what are Rangers we doing? Make the playoffs, yes or no? By the way, the Pirates are picked to win more games than the Red Sox, according to our poll. You guys are all crazy. Oh, no. Just oh, 68, 67. You guys are all crazy. Guys, I love you. I don't know about that. Now you made me nervous. Oh, God. We'll have a bet. We'll we'll come up with something by, by the start of the season. We'll have a, a show bet, me and you. Okay. It's the only thing my teams can compete with yours, although my team in football makes Because my, my Bruins over 99, over 98 and a half point bet is good. That's going to cash. Uh 
I have not touched the Celtics as of yet in a futures market. I probably need to get on that at some point, but I haven't right, done it yet. Exact as you're going to start. I think you yeah. just have to exact of them all over. Key yeah. the Celtics with pick five teams you think are going to make the Western Conference, you know, finals and then go from there. Will the Rangers miss the playoffs? I mean, I'm voting right now. No. No. Wow. They're not missing the playoffs. Okay, he he admits injuries and jealousy is why Adam Pyatt is picking that. <laughs> at least he's being honest. Okay. <laughs> at, least, at least he's being honest about where he is on this. Right. Yeah. I don't I don't think they're missing the playoffs. I really don't. They can win the division. What are we doing? But they didn't win. They didn't win the division last year. They lost it on the right. last day. You know, they can still win. They can win the division. They it's can okay to, to to of all the sports, winning the division mm-hmm. is it's not that big of a deal in baseball. Well, they're trying to make it more right. They're trying to make it more of a big deal with the home field and the buys and everything else. They're trying to make it more, but it's tough with only one buy in baseball. It's tough. Well, no, the top two teams get the buy. Oh, I top so two one. now. Sorry, that was yeah. one. one in football. It's two. Fine, in, but they keep on chaining around. Two in football. Two in football. No, one in football and two in baseball. Right. Right. When yeah. you got dogs in that rotation, you could you can win it from the five spot. It's just like hockey. You know, the hockey winning divisions. I mean, yes, you get home ice, and yes, you get that automatic buy in the second round when you're the division winner, and they put you together. You get the you get. The, but I don't know. It's it's not that big of a deal. I just I can't believe you guys are picking the Rangers to miss the playoffs. I <laughs> don't agree at all. That's what I mean. If I'm a Ranger player, I'm walking into spring training and I'm like, they don't think we can do do it again, guys. Like it's great motivation. It's a great thing to have. You're not gonna get fat and happy. You're getting questioned out of the gate. We got our right guy away. Landon Higa from Hawaii watching the show right now. He's, He's very active all the time. Chat. Landon, good to see you, brother. Yeah. He said the Rangers and Astros are better than the Yankees and Rays. Agreed. That AL East is going to be a bloodbath. Toronto, the Yankees, Tampa's not going anywhere, and the Orioles may be the best team. You might have a really rough season in Boston. Uh, Well, now they don't play them as much. Yeah, I was going to say, eh. They play at home. I mean, it's 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 at Fenway. Nah. I mean, look, they're going to win 78 games. Okay, that's... 78, I think they'll win 75 to 81 games. Somewhere in that window is where they're going to win. Mm. They're not going to be, they're not going over, they're not going to be, the best they can do is 500. 81, 81. That, that's the best they can do. All right. Well, as we get closer, we'll we'll, we'll see how their lineup's going to shape up. We'll, well, they can hit. We, we don't think they can hit. They can score. Devers and company, they can score, but they can't. Their pitching staff is not. Oh, they're an over team. Boss is going to be. That's, Boss is an over team. That's going to be an over team for scoring like, and for giving it up. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yes, giving up a lot of lot of lot of runs are going to be giving up. Uh, a couple of college basketball games to get into. Rutgers is laying four and a half against Northwestern coming up here for tonight on a road. Uh, that game no. is, uh, I believe, it's on the road. Hold on. Um, that game is uh, Rutgers is at home. Okay. Rutgers this year at home is eight and five ATS Northwestern four, five and one. They've been the betting darling of late for people, but Rutgers in, in their gym in Piscataway, they've covered three in a row, four of five. They just beat Wisconsin by 22 at home. Totals only one thirty. 
like both teams play slow. Yep. I would say dog. Ooh, really? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I not that I know anything about either one of these teams. I only watched Northwestern play when they upset that team at home when we were talking about it. So here are your big 10 road games for Northwestern on the road at Illinois lost by 30 on the road at Wisconsin lost by eight Uh, on the road at Nebraska lost by six. Didn't cover any of those three on the road at Purdue lost by nine, but did cover on the road at Minnesota as one half point favorites lost by nine. They have one cover this year on the road. Ouch in big 10 play. Mm Mm-hmm. You still like Northwest? Yeah, I, that's that's the lean. That's you know that's that's the lean. I like. I would take. I would take them. Uh, the other one, Utah minus. Uh, you sorry, Utah at USC minus wow. two. How this one make the run down? Well, it's it's just, it's this is a crap night for basketball. You, my better to book a game is even worse. So get ready for that bet. But <laughs> um, <laughs> we're we're going we're going to my dad's city for that game. Lindenwood and SIU Edwards. No, nah, it's not that. It's not 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 that bad. But we're going to Burlington, Vermont for for my better to book a basketball oh. game, game tonight. So oh. I've got good CLV on that game. But <laughs> it's it's uh, where my dad lives and the team I used to cover. So that's going to be an interesting conversation uh, that we'll wow. do during better to book it. But USC at home is five and six, but Utah three and seven ATS on the road. They're four and nine in Pac-12 play. They've covered one time in the last six games, but unfortunately USC has only covered one time in the last seven games. This is a trash, <laughs> trash game here. Yep. Well, Pac-12 is trash, but look at the games tonight. The games stink. I know. I said Jack the list for for the show tonight. We'll be on Sports Grid again live 5 to 7 Pacific. That's 8 to 10 Eastern p.m. tonight. This line stinks to high heaven, but give me the Utes. Two Utes. You want the Utes with two? Two Utes. Bet the over in Northwestern, 11 straight overs. Bet the over. There you go. I like that, Johnny P. In the North End, in the Northwest. Yeah, I love the show. You guys guys give us the place. That's just as well. Yeah. my first thought is there's I can't lay points with USC. Yeah. I don't know, it's it's just horrible. I mean it's yeah. only two but They're bad bad. Uh, just, this is Utah is not good either so. Uh hockey Florida minus 1 this is crazy. I have four games they're all road favorites. This is a weird night. Again, first time these teams are playing this year mm. and the numbers are wacko. Florida on the road at Buffalo minus 150. They're on a back to back. They smoked the Penguins last night. They did, but minus one fifty on Buffalo. Over to maybe. I like the total better than the side. I don't. Buffalo. I mean, do you want Buffalo? I don't. No, I don't. Playing I mean, pretty good right now. Yeah, Florida's hot. They're playing really well. Florida's playing really good. I mean, it's a team we should start looking at those futures again. Yeah. Right. They could come out of the East the way they're built. They could come out of the East. Uh, it's Florida or nothing. I don't. I, I have don't a future bet, Arizona, Nicholas. I bet Arizona win it all. I know about Arizona. Don't worry. I'm not the, the whole. The Pac-12 sucks. Sorry, Arizona. Arizona is inconsistent, but the Pac-12 sucks. Pac-12 sucks. Uh, I, I would lean Florida on that. Colorado Tampa maybe the game of the night. It's a good game. Good game. Minus one twenty-five on the road favorite Avs. Wait, I do. I do like the total in this game. No. You had that flipped. It was Tampa minus one twenty because it's now Tampa minus one twenty five in places. Oh, I thought Tampa was. I thought Colorado was favored. Oh, sorry. No, Tampa's favored. Because I was going to say, you give me Tampa plus money at home right now. I want them. 
So yeah, it's flipped. Six and a half is the total at some places. Minus one forty-five. I got thirty last night. What in the hell? They won't go to seven. They don't want it. Got to ask you guys if you want. We're trying to come up with a shirt with a saying on it. We've narrowed it down to two. BVB always forward, never straight, or move the damn number. That's the better of the two. So, because always forward, never straight is an in- inside joke to the show. If you're part of the brigade, you get it. But if we're outside advertising to people who don't know the show, move the damn number. I think it's a move better the t-shirt. damn number. It's All a right. better t-shirt. That's a better t-shirt. If you guys want to be interested in buying a t-shirt? Leave a comment on the YouTube channel, please. You know, uh, we have to fulfill these orders at some point, right? You keep on talking about this. We're going to do this at some point, right? Yes. <laughs> well, this is, this is, listen, we have a call on Monday. Okay. We're going to determine, hopefully, what we're doing. Okay. We got to get stats. I don't even know what that meant, by the we, way. We have, a, we, we have another call. Someone just sent an email for our Midwest friends are oh. inquiring about us making a Midwest appearance. At some point in the very near future. Bring the show to the people in the Midwest. That would be so much fun. But yes, so, so after the call on Monday, we'll have an idea of space, size, people, what we can do, right. whether we're going to be able to provide you know promo codes for rooms and all that other stuff. And I want to be able to hand out T-shirts to people that come and you know then sell them. So if you want, move the damn number. I think we put that, what, on the back or in the front? I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure that out later, but be, yeah. that'll be on the t shirt. Damn number. Yes. Move the damn number on that total. You can't have six and a half over minus 145. What place is <laughs> offshore? I, I want that on a billboard. I don't want that on a t shirt. <laughs> I want my billboard idea. <laughs> I want a billboard that says that. <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> I, I want a damn billboard that says Peralta. You're going to pay for a billboard. The people will buy the shirts. It's the same price. I mean, it's, you know, 25 bucks here, 25 bucks there. You know, it works. Billboards are like 800 bucks. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, it's not, it's cheap. Let's get a billboard during March Madness. Peralta, your picks suck. We're phenomenal. BVB. I love it. I, I, the resource world show the 21st and the 22nd. <laughs> Tell us. That your picks suck, man. Phenomenal. I would love it. it was, I would oh take, take a picture underneath it, make it into a t-shirt. Be like that underneath underneath it. It would be great. You're I'd right, Joe Fat Panda. They will not be shitty Gildan t-shirts. They will <laughs> I not. Can't, I can't put that on. <laughs> what's the... Wait, where, where, where's that? Uh, where's where, where, where's that? <laughs> where, what's the Fitzvers charging? Um, $400,000 every half hour. That's what they're charging, by the way. Just we FYI. can't put it on there yet. <laughs> Four hundred thousand every half hour. That, that's, what, that's what the sphere is charging at the moment for this. Uh, Edmonton's at St. Louis. Oilers stay hot in front of Edmonton right now. No, <laughs> especially not against St. Louis. Yeah. Edmonton in regulation. You'll like it. Yep, I think it's like one thirty-five forty. Down a little bit. I think it's thirty or forty somewhere. The price on that. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, before we go to bonus time, Dallas. 160. Did we get super chats, by the way? I thought I saw a couple of colors go by. We have super chats to do in bonus time, right? Correct. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Every day, guys, if you're new to the show, and again, more people are coming, you can leave us a super chat. We get to it in BBB bonus time. Dallas at Nashville is a hard game. Cautious here. Lean in Nashville. Uh, Thank you to Otto. Awesome trend. Both these teams are psychotic under first period. 
under for the game, under for the first period. Under one and a half, even money. No on the first, uh, whatever, you can take that shot. Yeah, but I think uh, two and eight for for Nashville and four and six for Dallas for under in the first period. Or sorry, over the first period, sorry. So reverse it and say it. They've been eight and two to the under yeah. and six and, and four, and four to, to the, the under. under. Yeah. You confuse everybody when you do that. It's fine. Because that's how he writes it. I know. So I'm, just, I, I, I'm regurgitating, I'm regurgitating how Otto writes it on his website. So I'm just, it's, it's how I read it last night and how I made the bet. So it's how I saw it. So I, know. I didn't want to do it. If I flip it around, it's confusing because I didn't read it that way. And I think I'm wrong. I didn't read it the right way because Otto doesn't write it that way. Otto writes it that way. So I just copy what Otto does. It makes it easier. That's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll get Chris on the show here next week. Hell yeah. Let's do it. Let's talk yeah, hockey. Talk I got to build more hockey because I've been so myopic with college basketball that I, I need to like branch out. I mean, like literally two weeks, nothing but college basketball. Well, this is hockey weekend. Yeah. I mean, like this, there's, there's outdoor games at MetLife. Um, there's, it's, it's the showcase for hockey without basketball games every day in the NBA. So it's all college basketball and all hockey. We talk about all that here on the show. It's great. Thank you guys on Sirius XM and on sports grid. We appreciate you guys. If you are watching on sports grid Friday night, Dave and I are back for another night. You just saw us <laughs> just saw us earlier in the, in the night on sports grid. You're seeing us again tomorrow as well on Sirius XM as well. If you guys are live with us, however, if you're on our YouTube channel or on Twitter with us, don't move. You get bonus. Time. All right, what were you going to put up that you couldn't put up? No, you read it. Oh. Yeah, you just, you read it. Oh, no shitty Gildan t-shirts. Right. You're right, <laughs> yeah. Joe the Fat Panda. You're right. That's it. Believe me, we will not let God. that happen. It's important. Again, we had it. Remember, we had it. It was. That's what we had in the beginning. Remember? Remember the props BBB, the props BBB t-shirts we had? They were all Gildan t-shirts. They're, it's good. They're, they're good workout shirts, though. I have. No, I they're have. not. They suck. The, Those the good to thing work, about them being to work out in them. No, they're phenomenal rag T-shirts to Correct. clean your car. <laughs> they're that's perfect for that. But yes. the good thing about them is when you get them and you wear them and you work out, then you just throw them away. Like they don't, they don't, they, they don't last long. So quality is important to us with all the stuff we do. Um, we are taking over Sports Grid this week. Oh, this week basically. we are Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Got to yeah. be some value in that. There has to be some fucking value stop in that. Stop it. Yes. There has to be. No? Yes. yes. Stop it. Time now for a better <laughs> or bucket before we get in trouble. They're not All watching right. the show. Don't Time worry. for better to book it. Really? I would disagree. I would, I would actually strongly disagree with that point. You think they're watching BVB yes. bonus time? Everyone's watching it. We have 100 people in here right now. Yes. Hi guys. Yes. Earls. Yes. Yeah. You're welcome for the show prep. You guys are all coming back here. You're welcome. All you of you. you all you're all welcome. Yeah. All 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 you hosts who are all needing our show to do your own fucking work. Yes. You need us. Uh-huh. You're welcome. All of you. All you producers, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all we 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 know about you guys, by the way. Don't think we don't, okay? Yeah. Oh. All you gambling afternoon shows. Amazing how your topics just dovetail with ours more than often than not coincidences are everywhere it's 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 incredible uh this number has moved vermont minus eight tonight what are you doing catamounts let's go it's now 10 they're playing unh 
I used to cover New Hampshire. My father lives in Burlington. This is a house of horrors. Vermont can't cover. They haven't covered in like a month. It's unbelievable. They're going <sighs> to hammer North. They're going to hammer New Hampshire tonight. Are they? Vermont <laughs> minus eight. Better to book it. Have you been in this gym? I have. It's a is high school a band gym. box. Band box makes it. It's insulting the band boxes. Are you serious? Yeah, this is a fucking high school. This is what it is. It's tiny. Wow. Vermont is in Burlington. I think it sits. I think it seats three thousand five hundred. I think. Oh man, it's so small. It's so loud. It's awesome. America so, East okay, is so a fun gym. You laid eight. It's ten and a half at Chris. <laughs> Thanks, Butchie. Oh my god, it's running. Oh my. I mean, I guess eight is good. Now we got a lot of people watching it and they'll catch it later on the, on the listen back, but yeah. Is 10, 10 and a half is too late to the party, right? Like you can't like yeah. 10 and a half at a game. I, that was eight. No. Yeah, I couldn't, I would not recommend that. No. It's a rough night in, in, in basketball. It's a nine. I think it's a nine point win with Ken Palm or 10, no, 10 point win for Ken Palm. Sorry. 10 point win for Ken Palm. So, yeah. Uh, I don't think you're going to find in game for this. You're really going to have to make, I think you're going to have to make it a real point to get a pregame bet on this. one. I don't think so. Listen, if you can find an in game and they get down, you can lay less than eight or, you know, that's good. But, um, he said, no, I'm actually, I'm going to, what time does this game start? Oh, perfect. Right before we get on the air. Okay. I'm going to watch for this game. I'm going to search out two places for in game. Okay. Let's talk about this. Okay. Have I ever bet women's college basketball? Look, I did two years of play-by-play for UMass women, complete seasons. I did an entire season of UVA women's basketball. I have paid my dues with women's basketball. I'm not betting, and even Iowa game, I'm not betting Kate Clark. No. And who, or was that on the air or off the air when someone said we have to go ahead and fade Iowa during the playoffs? Well, that was our guy in Iowa from... That from, was yeah. That was at the Cosmo. Yeah, he said Ryan from that Bettendorf. <laughs> Bettendorf, yes, Bettendorf, Bettendorf, Iowa. Said, yeah. fade Iowa after the Sweet Sixteen. Start fading Iowa in the NCAA tournament. He said, start fade them now because the lines are so high. Wait a minute, this number is seven at stations and ten and a half at Chris. There's no way that's right. There's no way Vermont's minus seven. That's a typo. If you're looking at a scraped, if that's a scraped data, that's something that's not updated. There's no way that it's seven. There's no way there's a two and there's a three and a half point difference between Stations Casino and Chris. Go get them winning yeah. Las Vegas. Go <laughs> <Yeah>. get them. <laughs> if that's true, that's going to get careful. absolutely bonkers hammered by professionals. If that's Don't true. do too much, though, because they'll Okay, thank you, JR. Stations, stations is at 10. That's what I thought. Oh, that's okay. what I thought. I was going to say, there's no way. Oh. Like, there's no way that that's... Okay. That, that's impossible. Right. That would be that would be one of the more crazier things. First period under Dallas Nashville bet under one and a half in yeah. that. And over six and a half, it's juicy minus one thirty. I got you like per, over from per, I do I like over in the game. Yeah, I think over in the game. I, I think you're going to see a lot of offense between these two teams. Are you good laying one forty or one forty five, which it is right now? I lay thirty. I don't want to lay forty five. That's insane. Yeah, it's high. It's expensive. Um. I mean, it's an over game. The line should be seven. I don't Colorado. I mean, it's it's kind of wild. The 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 Avs are playing like ridiculous over games right now. Right. Avalanche games are flying on the road. The Avalanche are eighteen and eleven this year to the over on the road. Oh geez, there's Auto just came in and said it's the backup goalie for Colorado too. 
Yeah, not George oh. Team total over? You could if you want to. Tampa team total over, game over. There's a lot of over bets in that game. I like that. Wow. Okay. Before three mm. on that. Uh, so we're betting that? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> I need to find out with Fire Bedroom is here. <laughs> Uh, I, I told know. Ryan to get in the show. We did. Ryan wanted us to meet him, and he wanted to pick our brain. He said, I'll buy you guys dinner, me and you. And I was like, listen, man, it's a really tough week right now. Right. I, I I don't think we can do this. Super chat now, Dave's Daily Picks. I don't understand how states like Florida offer online horse racing, but not sports betting. Is that due to horse racing being legal for so long? No, the online sports betting business is owned by one property. That would be the Seminole Tribe has the monopoly in Florida. That is why online sports betting is only through the Hard Rock casinos in the state of Florida. The horse racing business has been regulated and with public, it's been in the realm forever. Like this, to to get horse racing to where it was, they had to work. There, There was, I mean, there's still obviously stuff that goes on behind the scenes and you hear about, you know, them giving horses shooting them up and all that other stuff but they've worked with government agencies for a long long time that's why horse mm-hmm. racing is legal so it was a natural thing mm-hmm. to turn on them on an app you know and, and be able to bet it online can you do it cross states some states say yes some states say no you have a twin spires app it doesn't work here but it works in other states like you can live in Kentucky and go to New York and your Twin Spires app will work. You come to Vegas, it won't work. So you can do that. The sports betting thing, we're we're just we're 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 in the beginning, Dave. It's not it's not as easy. There's a lot of gray area. There's a lot of companies that went and disguised themselves as parlay sports books and said they were fantasy companies. So that's why. Uh, and then big business on the Rangers. Staff is Evaldi, Gray, Haney, Dunning, and Bradford. Max comes back in June, July. How do you say the kid's name? Molly? I say the kid's name. Yeah. Molly, Molly right? Uh, and then DeGrom in August. Huge Ranger fan, but I'm realistic. Without re-signing Montgomery, the reinforcements will be too late. Disagree. Wow. Disagree. Wow. Big business. I'm surprised. With all the wild cards available? That lineup. No. Seager bombs. Yeah. Simeon. I I geez, I I, I think they're gonna be okay. I, I would think agree. they're gonna be okay. Yeah, I think they score a lot. I think they will be an over team like they were at home. They were a massive over team last year when they're playing at home. So I like that, but you know, yeah, I I disagree. I can't wait for baseball. It's gonna be exciting. Favorite thing about today is what? Um so last night I had a very deep conversation with one of these guys that was in town and um, I had to just remind him to breathe because the stress and the different things that are going on, we talk about all the time. People don't know. You don't know what someone's going through and you really don't. Mm-hmm. And someone looks like a duck above water like this and underneath those legs are kicking and they don't know where they're going. Mm-hmm. I mean, the talks were you know, just one of those things like I can't do anything directly for you other than sit and listen. And that's what a lot of people are doing when they come here and listen to us. 
talk and just be yourself. And, you know, he specifically said to me, you guys are building something. I can't explain it, but it's right. Just keep going and just keep doing what you're doing. I see when I watch the show, I like getting in there and I see that chat interacting and I see people and I said, yeah, that's, that's, that's what we're doing. And so it was a good conversation. I'm driving home and I get a text with pretty sad news. A guy that I worked with for probably five years at the M, his name was Ronnie Real, had a stroke six months ago, passed away yesterday, never recovered. He was the guy, Filipino guy, diehard Eagles fan. If you're in the business, you know who he is because he's been around a long time. He's one of the lifers. We did bowling nights. He's a, he was an exceptional bowler. He used to bowl over 200. He was always one of the favorites when we made the numbers for the bowling night. Ronnie was one of the top choices. Um, he had two sisters. He has mm. two sisters. They're still alive. He's not. Um, I got a text Super Bowl week. Ronnie's in bad shape. He might have to go to hospice. We were so busy that I didn't get a chance to go see him. And I, and now I'm looking for anyone. I've reached out to everyone that I know in the business that knows Ronnie, knows me, and knows that they knew him too. Find out when these arrangements are, if there are arrangements, because we got to go. I, I have to go. I have to see his sisters. Hopefully his parents are still okay, whatever. But mm. um, it hits so hard because I had a stroke three years ago and woke up somehow better and I can't explain it. And I got that text last night while I was driving home. It was one o'clock in the morning. And I was like, man. And, and again, it was just one of those moments where you go, I'm just happy. One, I'm alive. Mm. And two, I'm around people that really care. Like you just got to keep finding that circle. And I think we're expanding it here with the brigade mm. and you know, my favorite thing about today was like, again, we've used it for positive. We used it to send a message. We use it. I mean, there was a shooting yesterday at Kansas City and some 23 year old woman who was there covering it passed away. It's gone and will never go home. I'm driving home last night and this guy who made sure that I had young kids, he said, Dave, as long as I'm here doing the schedule, you'll never work Christmas. You will wow. always have Christmas off. No matter what day these leagues, how many games they put on here, you're going to have off. Because I know how important it is to be with your kids. Straight up mm. guy like that. Condolences, Ronnie Real, R-I-E-L was his last name. I'm going to try to find a funeral arrangements and go and um, just, just be happy with what you got. As hard as the storm is, keep going. It's funny you say that because I had a moment like that this morning. I don't know if it was because of the shooting that happened yesterday and because it was a media member that lost her life uh, or I don't know, because whenever I start back up with boxing, I haven't boxed now. And I don't know if since before Christmas. Um, so this morning was my first time getting back into just working out and doing the, the workouts that Stefan Bonner taught me. Stefan was born on April 4th, 1977, same day as me. He, whenever I work out, I always, like whenever it's something boxing related, I always like go to grab my phone to text him. He's gone. And it, 
like stops me always whenever I, when I'm like, fuck, he's gone. Like he's not here. He died. He died for a multitude of complications. He got really bad during COVID. And like, there's just people like that where like they pop into your brain and you have to stop and go, he was the same age as me. He had a son, same age as Madeline. I'm here. He's not. What the fuck am I going to do with that gift that he and I walked the earth the same amount of days? I met him randomly at a bar. He made fun of what I was doing and he asked me whether or not you want to actually box or not. Do you want to do Taibo or do you want to box? Do you want to learn how to box or not? I remember him staring me straight in the eye. He was dead straight. And I was like, Jesus. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I want to have a box. He said, fine, meet me here this time, this day. And he was a mess. He was a mess. He was addicted to drugs. And I, I tried getting him help, but a lot of people did in the UFC community, tried to get him help and it didn't work. But like, there's just moments like that where someone pops into your brain and it gets you that right in your soul of like, what are you going to do about your next days? Because this person would trade places with you in two seconds if they could. And how to bleed, scream, squeeze out everything every day that you've got. You know, I'm just starting this back up again. I'm sore as fuck. I don't care. I, I mean, I'm on workout number six or five or the fuck I am on now. And like, I'm hungry. I'm tired. <laughs> I, I'm drinking all this water. It's like, but I do it for that reason because it opens up parts of my mind and my brain when yep. I do these things yep. that is locked otherwise. Yep. Because of just the chaos of the life that you're living and the world you're at, you're at. Oh. And you take a second and you do it. And then all of a sudden this door opens and it's like somebody tapping you on the shoulder and I'm working and I'm doing these workouts. I'm doing like everything I learned from Stefan. I learned, he taught me all the things I did this morning are entirely from him. Yep. And I'm hearing the lessons in my head. I'm hearing what he's talking, move your head, watch your hand. Don't do this. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm like, it's, it's, it motivated me. You know, I came out of there. I was, I'm on an adrenaline high. Now I get to yep. that workout. I feel awesome. I told Madeline, I'm going to do this show. Nothing gets me better to go ahead and do that. But like, that's where if you need a moment, <laughs> realize that there's somebody who was born the same day as me, who is not here, but I'm here. What are you going to do about it? What am I going to do about it? Get these reminders all the time. You know, get these reminders all the time. I was thinking of, you know, when, when I heard that somebody died at that parade, I was like, did I have kids? You know, what are we, what she are was we a kid. She's 23. Right. And, you know, after the show here, I'm up to like three miles a day. Good. I'm, I'm going and just, you know, that's all awesome. starting a slow jog, but walking, I don't care. I'm just happy to get outside. The wind ain't blowing. I put my glasses on, get a little sun, go do that, come take a nap. And then, <laughs> me and you were doing a show in a couple hours. I got it. You know, yep. we'll, we'll look at, make some bets and, and do some things. But even if you don't, it's, uh, it's good, man. It's, it's not, do you ever feel guilty? Do you ever I feel don't, guilty? I, I don't feel guilty good. with don't. Stefan because I, I was mad. I knew he was on drugs. I, I knew he had big problems. Right. He lost a shit ton of weight. Yep. And then I'll never forget. I don't know if you, I don't know if you did you see Sean Strickland sparring with or boxing or sparring with, with the YouTuber? Do you see him in, no. in, the, in the octagon? So he beat the living shit out of the kid. Okay. <laughs> like, right. But Stefan used to do that to me. I used to be like, he would literally stand there and go, go ahead, go at me. 
Like, and I would go at him and I'd be, he would just like, he'd take every punch from me. And then he just smacked me across, across the head. Like he just one punch knocked me down. And like, when I, when I watched Strickland, I was like, I know what that feels like. I know what that guy's like now Strickland beat the shit out of him. Cause the guy said, I want to fight you in Bonner every single time. If Stefan wanted to beat the fuck out of me, he could have, he weighed the last time I saw him, he was six foot four, six foot three. He weighed probably somewhere around like 230 pounds. When he passed away, he weighed about 165 pounds. Ooh. He was a rail, like he was sickly, Ooh. sickly a rail. He, I mean, drugs had really gotten a hold of him badly, and so I don't feel guilty about that because I, 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 I do believe in personal accountability, and I do believe that he was making his own choices, and he would tell you, and he used to tell me he'd show up to to, to sessions on Saturday morning, glassy eyed, completely. You could tell he was borderline, still fucked up, and you know from what he would the night before, and he wasn't sober, and like. You just saw it. And like, I remember talking to him being like, do you need help? And he was like, I don't need help, Matt. I'm, I'm a grown man. I can do what I, need, I can do. And I was like, okay. I was like, I'm not going to push on that. You've done a lot of things. You know, he, he, he had a rough life growing up. And he had a lot of things. So, but I realized like you, we, I, I didn't go to the funeral. The funeral was at the UFC was, it was his celebration of life was at the UFC it was invite only. And I didn't get to go to that, but I thought my brain, like, where is he buried? And I think he's buried here. And I'm like, I need to go in April on our birthday. I'm going to go to his grave. Right. And I want to go see him. And I just can't. It's just like, it, it just, I didn't know we were born on the same day till after knowing him for two years. So fucked up. He was like, when's your birthday? I was like, April 4th. He's like, shut up. I was like, yeah. He's like, what year? How old are you? I was like, 1977. He goes, wait a minute. We were born on the same fucking day. I was like, I was like yeah. It's like, that's, Weird. <laughs> and, and and you you start to really go, somebody put you in my life for a reason. Like this the connection was made. So you yeah. could then take what you learned and do it yourself. And it's it's we're all on this weird, strange, wild ride journey, whatever you want to call it. And I mean, we're doing this show every day. We have people mm. from all over the United States, Canada, Costa Rica. Australia, England, Ireland, listening to the show, you know, and talking about stuff we're doing or stuff we've said. Yes. It's great. That. I was born the same day in years. Anthony Young, the pitcher is the record for most consecutive losses. <laughs> August 12th was my birthday. I, no one's a really, I can't find nope. anybody like the two, uh, me and Pete Sampras. Oh, that's pretty good. That's good. But same day? Same, same year? Day. Same no, year? he's younger. Oh, just he's younger. Oh, okay. A little bit younger. His hair, man. That man bun. Someone's got to get to Pete Sampras. <laughs> get to a barber, Pete. What are you doing? Honey? Listen, if you could have a man bun, you would. No, I would not. Oh, they're 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 nice. They're not nice. I'm they're sorry. Not? They're not nice. No, man buns are I like man buns. Are, hey, Eric, Eric. Wait, E? I knew that. Yeah, I knew you were born in the third from E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our, oh, our producer's card there. Oh, there we go. Uh, my, my fellow, my fellow Aries, my fellow Mr. E, Mr. Eric Garcia. Thank you for being here, sir. We appreciate you more than you, you know. got a big roll call Friday tomorrow. We're tomorrow. Birthdays. Yeah. I would not like man buns, Chris Covey. Thank you very much. No, thank you. Man I'm buns not, are yeah. nice. They are? No, they're not. They're not nice. <laughs> we are back tomorrow. Roll call Friday. If you yeah, haven't got enough of this, we'll see you guys here in, uh, what, three and a half hours. Three and a half. We'll be doing it live on Sports Grid from 8 to 10 Eastern time. Dave, Matt, roll call Friday tomorrow for B, B, B.